Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What is up? Welcome into DMBR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete. Stop by one of their 12 locations in Colorado and Arizona for happy hour at 36 p.m. every day. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Joining me, my friend, my guy, Andre Simone. What is up? Schwan, man. How are we doing? I'm man? doing well, bro. Yeah? Great to have you back on the show. Yeah. Always a pleasure. It's more and more like a fever dream every time I pop on this show that's uh, just blown up. And <laughs> you, you gave me all these recruits to study up on? These, these kids are unreal. Yeah. Absolutely phenoms. Like, it uh, is. Uh, so I cannot wait to get into that. You guys should know that Jake and I, we, our relationship starts meeting at the Senior Bowl. He was reading some of my film room stuff, draft stuff, and that's where we've really bonded and mm-hmm. worked together extensively on draft content, on film room content. We just love football. We love the, the more in-depth minutia yes. and breaking down prospects and players Yep, and kind of that transition of how the game is changing at the college level and how that's impacting the NFL. So it's really cool to do this. It's really cool to do it with these kind of high-end recruits. Wow. Blown away. And today's going to be another fun show. We watched (coughs) Jawan Johnson's film last week. We're going to watch some more film today. But today we start talking about our guy, Jawan Johnson, who committed to Colorado on Saturday. I mean, not really a surprise. All the signs pointed to him committing to CU. Um, for those that don't know, I'm sure most of you do at this point, but Jawan Johnson's a 2024 four-star athlete ranked on the 247 sports composite 225th in the nation overall, the 28th athlete in this next class. He picks CU over LSU and Florida projected to be a cornerback at the next level, but this guy's quarterback film from his junior season in high school is something to watch. Untacklable. Escapability off the charts. Mm -hmm. You do just seeing them on paper before you get into the clips, before you get into the high school footage. You do wonder, like, boy, would they be better off grooming this guy as the heir to Shadur in a couple years? You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. he feels like that kind of a high end talent. Then you see him throw the ball, and it's, it feels like there's still a lot to work on on that end, you know? There but is, but he's got a cannon. He's got a can. Oh, he easy, easy, yeah. easy heat, you know? Um, just seems like his feet are never set. His ball placement isn't necessarily, you know... He's raw. But, yeah, I mean, he can throw it a mile, and he's never tackled. Like, he's never dead. To, they never have him dead to rights in, in high school. When RK F- and I film. were watching the film, we both agreed he's got, le- like, Kyler Murray to his game. You know, the, yeah. the drop back and the turn and the mm-hmm. roll out the other way. Mm-hmm. Does that all the time. Uh, Melissa, you can show the tweet of uh, Coach Prime and Jawan Johnson. Um, he, of course, visited, not last weekend, the weekend before for Junior Day when they had 67 right. recruits on campus. Right, the historic Junior yep. Day. Yeah, there it is. Um, so that was on last Saturday. And then a week after that, he commits to Colorado, posted a pretty sweet graphic, if you want to throw that one up, Alyssa, um, announcing his commitment. It's a pretty nice graphic, too. Haas Fawcett helped him out with that from on three. Oh, who is the, right. the graphic king of college football recruiting? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't yep. know that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he just announced it with the graphic, right? No, no video, well, no fanfare. He on did. That he end. had uh, the announcement at his high school at uh, Lafayette Christian Academy, um, we'll and that you. was huge because he talked about why he chose Coach Prime, why he chose CU. And for him, it went a lot beyond football. He's talking a lot about oh, well, that's uh, developing, you know, off the field as a man. Um, he's a Christian, also goes to Lafayette Christian Academy. Coach mm -hmm. Prime's a Christian, so they uh -huh. built that bond. Um, that graphics, wow! Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Look at that. That is frosty right there. And as Michael J says in the comments, um, probably the most impactful stat from Jawan Johnson in the 2021. Louisiana high school playoffs. Don't know which round. Juwan Johnson's team beat Arch Manning's team 49-7, to seven, Dre. Wow. The number one recruit in the country. Jeez. Beat him 49-7. to seven. Is Arch just overrated? Is that what's going on? That's what people mm. say. Oh, man. That's that what is they what say. People, that is what the kids say. Okay. Um, with Juwan's commitment to CU, that brings Colorado and Coach Prime's recruiting class up to <coughs> 12th. Not bad. 12th yeah it's right there with they the are, blue bloods they are building something uh-huh um pretty special Alyssa, no if you want to throw up the classes uh the rankings we'll talk about that a bit because on the heels of juan johnson's commitment mm -hmm. it seems like coach prime and the buffs have now built a pretty solid pipeline to the southern area of the country yep which is absolutely massive they had Adam Hopkins commit to the 23 class, was a four-star receiver from Louisiana. They now get another guy from Louisiana. Hopkins' um, corner tape is really yep. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> really. Like, how many of these top dudes will just end up playing corner for Coach Prime, man? I, it's crazy. They're going to have one of the best, if not the best, secondary in the nation. CBU. It might go down as one of the great, like secondaries in college football history he keeps mm -hmm. this up and develops it and stays in the program and you've got a guy like kelly you know at dc developing these yep. guys like incredible man so we look at these rankings <laughs> and uh that's the best yeah. of the best right there yeah it sure is um bama low early for bama early for bama losing charles kelly though top recruiter in the country who yeah. is now at colorado yeah. Well, and they've made some recent big moves, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Notre Dame OC, of course, going from yep. Notre Dame to Alabama. Tommy Reese. The Tommy Reese, huge storyline yeah. in the in this top 10 recruiting going into 2024. Of course, he could have followed Brian Kelly to LSU just a, yep. just a year ago. Sure. Decides against it. LSU top three class despite not having two studs out of their home state yep. in Johnson, in Hopkins, which is interesting. South Carolina, huh? Beamer's building something. They got Nicholas Harbor, the five-star uh, edge-slash-tight end, who is a world-class sprinter as well. Well, and as I'm doing my draft prep, boy, there's there's guys out. Gamecock's pumping out real high-end guys every single year. Cam Smith, a guy I'm really keen mm -hmm. in on now. That mm -hmm. that kid might might get some JC Horn type hype, you know. Yeah, South Carolina, they got Rattler another year, yeah. man. Texas um, Tech's the surprise. That's one. the other one. Is My Texas goodness. Tech? They had a high finish in the 23 class, and now they're still up there. Um, TCU isn't in this graphic, but they of course had a great class too. They're coming. I mean, it really seems like we're on the brink of like a changing of the guard of college football almost. It does. It does. To think that C is ahead of Clemson and Ohio State, though, that's that pretty is wild. nuts. And then shout out to Duke, 14th. No kidding. Yeah, shout Crazy. out to Duke, big time. And you, FSU, making a big move. Very yep. interesting. Yep. Um, a lot of uh, in schools in that pipeline, though. I mean, you talk about Georgia, LSU, Florida State, South Carolina, uh, Bama, Florida. I mean, these are Coach Prime and Colorado are going into the backyards of those schools and are aiming to take the very best from them. Yeah, they get it 100%, and I think you see it from their general messaging. They're not... They're trying to sell Colorado as a whole. They are. I mean, I don't think it's coincidental, all this uh, comparing the weather in Colorado, the winter in Colorado, to winter in Louisiana or yep. Mississippi or Florida or Texas, yep. you know? Um, Count Jawan Johnson is the latest guy to say, Colorado, actually not that cold. 
beautiful day today. Mm-hmm. Be- gorgeous, yep. Jake. Gorgeous. Great day today. Um, yeah. I guess we'll just do this now. The daily weather update. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, we had I'm a sorry, high bro. Of, uh, I'm not trying to skip segments. No, here, you're you know? good. We had a high of 46 today. Currently Aye. 45 outside, partly cloudy. But guys, this 46, it, it feels like mid-60s from, yeah. from gloomy, like humid places where you might be coming from, East Coast. I grew up in Italy, you know, so I, I know all about crappy, gloomy weather. This 46 with that high-altitude sun, mm-hmm. it warms you like 60-degree yeah. weather. In, in these other places, the sun doesn't warm you until about May. Right. It might be, you might see the sun. It's not going to impact your body temp one way or another. Here, high altitude sun. It's, it's smashing away. It's taking care of business. There you go. There's your daily weather update. Thank um, you, thank you. Going back to the recruiting classes, yeah. uh, the recruiting Please. class rankings at 24. Crazy. How high can they go? <laughs> After the guys you sent me, after the kind of numbers of people visiting on junior day alone, after the improvements you could see in year one with guys like Cormani, Travis mm-hmm. Hunter, Shador Sanders, the um, the coaching staff, all the improvements. I think top five might just be a smidge out of reach. I think it's realistic. Uh, yeah. No, I mean... A smidge out of reach doesn't mean I would be shocked <laughs> if it happened. <laughs> That's true. Um, and you you also got to remember it's it's year two, so I do think you'll still be leaning a little heavier on the, the transfers. grad transfers yeah, and the portal sure. guys. Yeah, I mean the the forty forty twenty formula. I think that to, five to fifth that six to fifteen range is realistic. I think yeah. I think if they were out of that range, I would be disappointed, which is oh, for sure. absurd to say, Jake. No, absurd to say. It really say. is. It's absurd. Um, it's stupid, frankly. It is. But top, yeah, top, I, I think, you know, I, if I were to set the over-under, I'd set it like at 10 and a half, you know. Um, it's a good line. Smoke right there saying top 10. Like, yeah, I think it's right there. Yep. I think 10 and a half, I'd probably bet the under. Amazing times. Absurd, man. Absurd. Um, we'll talk a lot more about some recruits, but our guy, RK, is out in Phoenix on Radio Row. Let's go. Um, and he's been still working on the buff side of things. Oh, yeah. And he grabbed us an interview with former buff, former national champion, or I guess still national champion. Indeed. Mike Pritchard. Indeed. Former um, first-round pick. Yep. Part of the historic Massive. 87 yep. recruiting class. And, of course, those guys all national champions in 1990. Alfred Williams, um, Eric Bienemy, part of that class, certainly. Um, so, yeah, this was a big one. This was a true buff royalty. Here. This, it is. Um, so let's roll it. RK did some groundwork for us. We'll show the interview. We talked to Mike Pritchard about five minutes. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. All right, what's up, Buffs fans? I'm here with Buffs legend, Mike Pritchard. I told you we were going to be bringing you some Buffs content from Radio Row. I ran into my guy. Pritch, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. What's happening? Man, it is a great time to <laughs> yes. be a Buff. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, you're talking about Coach Prime? <laughs> prime time? <laughs> what a, is that what you're saying? What great about? time? Great prime time to be a Buff, right? Uh, cannot be more excited for uh, the players, the support. Uh, the fans, our athletic director, Rick George, uh, the impact of Coach Prime has is, is been felt uh, throughout college football, throughout the world, really. I mean, there's no place you will walk or talk or see without seeing Coach Prime gear it's, and see you gear right now. It's insane. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about it every day on the show, but it's just like to go from where we were. Right. To where we are now overnight, is it's almost hard to comprehend. Right. I'm just curious what it's been like for you kind of following this situation and following this glow up. Well, you know, it's hard to comprehend because we don't see it. But there's only one person that can create it, and that's Coach Prime. I mean, uh, and that's why so much credit goes to our athletic director and Rick George. And um, I, I can't comprehend what what is happening right now. I, I know the excitement uh, is higher than it's been in decades right um the build-up the hype just for spring ball is incredible (laughs) 
and we haven't done that since we were playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, so I cannot wait to get out there and watch them pad up, pad it up, and get after it. Because I know Coach Prime is going to bring the best out of each and every one of those athletes, and uh, he's doing that uh, to a person uh, with the institution already. You played with Coach Prime. I did. I'm curious a lot of stuff about that, but when you played with him back then, could you ever have imagined him being a college football coach? <laughs> Not in Boulder, Colorado either. <laughs> no, you know what? Coach Prime was coaching back then, though, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh. Um, you know, when I was a player, I got drafted. One of the first people to meet me and to show me around Atlanta was Deion Sanders. Wow. Uh, and he showed me where to go, where to eat, where to dress, how, who to meet, who to talk to. Uh, and that, that just introduced me and settled me down as a young player. Uh, and then be able to go out on the field and work with them and get better, hone my craft and, and work hard to try to be the best I can. That was incredible too from, from Dion. So um, I couldn't imagine him back then being a coach <laughs> uh, in Boulder, Colorado. But after watching him coach and and knowing what he's about as a competitor, as a person, and what he wants to bring out in young men, I couldn't be happier for CU. We, we have the perfect person uh, that we need right now uh, in Boulder, Colorado, Coach Prime. You just talking about how he kind of took you under his wing as you were a rookie kind of reminds me of just this narrative that's been out there of Coach Prime's all about himself and he's all about the money and this, that, and the other thing. And the more that I've gotten to know, you know, just more about him and yeah. see more about him. It, in my opinion, that couldn't be further from the truth. You're right. Um, your opinion is correct. I mean, Deion Sanders knows how to create attention. Uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime now, uh, knows how to create attention. And um, to be competitive in the world of recruiting and the world of a transfer portal, you have to have attention. You, you have to... I have a profile, and and Coach Prime understands that. I mean, I, so I, I hope people want. I hope people take a second look at that and understand that about Deion Sanders. Um, Deion Sanders, the person. Deion Sanders, the coach. Deion Sanders, uh, the competitor, wants to be the best, and it's not about him because he knows it's a team effort. It's a staff. Look at his coaching staff. Unbelievable. If this was all about Dion, yeah. I mean, would these type of coaches be around him right now or, or want to be around him? I mean, all these players, they think this coaching staff and Coach Prime can help them be the best. And to me, that's what people need to look at more so than uh, what you assume. Uh, this is, I mean, this is about attention. It's about a uh, platform. It's about a profile. Uh, and certainly CU has a higher profile now, all because of Coach Prime. So where's this going? Uh, where's oh, the program going? To a bowl game, right? <laughs> to a bowl game. I, I, wanna, I don't want to put too high expectations, too lofty expectations. Um, I would love to see us go to a bowl game, increase the profile, increase the, the attention, bring more players, uh, and, then, and then let these coaches get to work about chasing uh, a Pac-12 championship or eventually uh, a national championship. I mean, that's, that's the levels that I know Coach Prime wants to get to, right? Um, but I'll take a, a bowl game in the first year, though. I just saw you crushing it up on the DraftKings set for a, a few hours there. Where can everyone find your work? Well, you can find me at vcin.com. Um, I'm the NFL lead analyst there. Um, it's the Sports Betting Network. Uh, so we make the games a little bit more interesting for you. Um, I'm also everywhere. Though. I've, I've been doing hits on NBC, CBS, uh, Fox. Uh, but more importantly, you can follow me on Twitter at MIPritchard. Uh, that's at M.I. Pritchard on Twitter. So um, that's where you can find him. Boom, there he is. Yeah. Mike Pritchard, Beeson, Buffs legend. Thanks, Thank you. Bro. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. <laughs> Dude, amazing. How about that? Well, great stuff by our guy, RK. Great yep. stuff. He always delivers, doesn't he? He sure does. He sure <laughs> does. Um, yeah, shout out to RK. Shout out to Mike for uh, hopping on and bringing us that awesome content. And... Uh, I mean, it's not something we haven't heard of before. I mean, Charles Johnson kind of said the same thing when he came in. Just, right, right. I mean, the thing I guess I take away from this is these former players are just as like stunned and blown away with what Coach Prime is doing as we are. Yeah, for sure. Right. Despite them having lived through what this program can be the at absolute its peak, heights. Yes, I know they themselves are surprised that someone is able to recreate it. And of all the people, it's someone from their era. That's so interesting. I hadn't thought of, of course, Coach Prime 
First round pick for the Falcons. Very mm-hmm. high first round pick for the Fifth Falcons. Overall. 89 historic yep. draft. Yep. Uh, Aikman, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, Derek Thomas. And then two years later, Pritch is the first overall pick for the Falcons, 13th overall in 91. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really interesting connection right yep. there. Great connection. Yeah. Um, love that. <clears throat> Not many players you can find that have uh, played at the heights of CU and also played with Coach Prime. In the right. NFL, so. Right. For sure. No, you're right. But it really seems like um, these guys are just as shocked as we are, having followed the program. And then I loved what he was saying about expectations. You yeah. Know? Um, I think a bowl game feels like you're setting the bar right where it needs to be in year one. For sure. And maybe it's just a smidge too lofty expectation for year one. I mean, these are a lot of changes you're making, man. Like, yep. yep. You know, it's one thing to flip a roster over in like Juco and right. uh, expect results immediately. It's different in the Pac-12, man. Mm-hmm. It's just different. So we'll see. I think a bowl game would be a really encouraging first year result, though, for sure. Um, just the excitement about the spring game, too. I mean, <laughs> dude, the hype is at maximum levels. But of course, I mean, how could it not be? Right. And it's by far the most excited you should be. In the last 20 years. And we had the rise season not that long ago. I mean, the program was ranked in the top 15. Yeah. They were returning a lot of talent. Yep. Like, th- there was excitement there. The coach Mike McIntyre was coach of the year that year, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this wasn't... I-, I was covering those games. This this was, like, seven years ago. It wasn't that long ago, you know? Some would say the death of the Colorado Buffaloes football program has been greatly exaggerated. It sure point. has. It sure has drastically exaggerated yes jake um yeah shout out to rk shout out to mike if you're like them in phoenix or maybe you're out here in sunny denver colorado maybe you should check out our friends over at shady rays shady rays independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product how often do you rock your shady rays every single day uh every single which way i can do you know you rocking the shade, no hat Jake. Yes. Suited up. <laughs> with the shades. With the shades. That's like a thing around the office. It People is. talk about that look at you. Iconic, many not are saying. E- not only just the office, the comment section loved uh, <laughs> Come on, you want to look like hatless Jake. That's the way to go, baby. There you go. Code um, DMVR and get an amazing deal at ShadyRays.com right he's now. killing Come it. On. Yep. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady's Ra- Shady Rays is giving out their best deal this, of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code DMBR, or visit them in-store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized yes. sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people and No Hat Jake. Uh, indeed. <laughs> the icon that is, No Hat Jake. Yes. Uh, also, shout out to our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families and Do have been doing it. so for over 25 years. Uh, they won over a billion dollars for their clients. Ooh. And the best part about them is no fees to speak with them, no Come fees on while on. they work on your case, and no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. We need to call that the, like... 3x Shador for <laughs> two, 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 that's two, true. two, two. Yeah. Like, that's the Shador Sanders that's right true. there. That's like, very uh, true. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe uh, Shador has a potential NIL deal coming down the pipeline now. <laughs> Bacchus, come on. Come on. We need some cases. Um, all right, moving on. What do you say uh, we talk about another five-star recruit? Okay. Does that sound like fun? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess if you'll <laughs> twist my arm, I'll talk about another five star. Sure. I feel like we talk about these guys a lot, particularly when you're on the show, sure. Dre. I'm just a five star guy, man. <laughs> five star magnet. Yeah. Uh, Tyler says, who's this beanie Jake <laughs> right, out here right. looking like he's ready to hit a good, simple planned concert <laughs> <laughs> to find himself a good oh, MySpace yeah. emo girl? Holy cow. Tyler, why you got to do a my guy like that? Come what a on. comment. Yeah. That's um, amazing. I love the teal hoodie, by the way. Thank you. That's my favorite look of yours. Shout out Mogul Moves. Yes. yes. Um, All right, Alyssa, go ahead and throw up the link. Let's watch some tape. (laughs) 
Sign me up, man. At my roots, yes. We are going to be watching, uh, take your time, Alyssa, Williams Nwaniri, five-star, 247, five-star consensus in the 24 class. Is that a five-star plus for some? <laughs> some would say that, <laughs> some yes. Would say, some would say five-star plus. Okay, I'm about it. I'm Although... About it. Uh, that particular service and five star pluses aren't counted in consensus rankings according to 247 yet. Ah, okay. Yep. Okay, whatever caveats work for you, you know, <laughs> whatever works. Anyways, um, a, could we ahead. say a consensus top five recruit in the country? Well, 247 has him at third overall. Yeah. First defensive oh. lineman. He's unbelievable, Jake. Yep. Wow. His uh, consensus ranking 17th nationally, oh, third. Okay. Uh, DL in the consensus. Uh-huh. Missouri kid. Missouri kid from Lee's Summit North High School in Lee's Summit, Missouri. Mm-hmm. There it is. Go ahead and roll it, Alyssa. Um, he has received 30 other offers besides CU. Just a quick preview of some Six, of the names. 5265-ish? Yep, 245. 65-245. Oh, wow, so still slender. For a guy who, as you see here in a lot of these clips, lining up on the three tech. Yep. More on the inside than on the outside. I mean, he just doesn't even block there. No, I mean, <laughs> it's Jadeveon Clowney-esque. Yeah. This, the stuff that he's doing. And I know Clowney was, like, one of a historic recruit, like, truly yep. one of the great recruits um, of all time. But, like, this kid's unbelievable. Look at this. Holy cow. <laughs> he's so long. He's so strong. Yeah, playing some edge here? Yep. And I, I mean, I love him on the inside. He's attacking the the inside shoulder of the lineman, kind of finding a direct route. But when he's outside like this, he just has so much length. Mm-hmm. The mode, the motor's there. Um, the strength of the point of attack is easy to see. He's doing a ton of this, impacting the ball on special teams plays. Yep, with that um, length, the straight line speed you can see on the get off when he's lining up on the line, but you can see it on plays like this where he's picking up and taking off and running. I mean, wow. Look, just wow. manhandling. <laughs> um, he would be the highest-ranked recruit and the highest-ranked lineman to commit to Coach Prime in his short time in Boulder. Right, right. Um, I think we're pretty far off from a commitment, though, but the reason why we're talking about him and the reason why we're watching this is because he said he will be visiting this spring. This is a mind-blowing talent. This mm-hmm. is a program-altering type of talent. Um, guys on the defensive line like this are game-changers, game-wreckers, immediate impact players. He can stay healthy. He can get coached up. It doesn't matter where you line him up. He's going to be an impact player. And oh, does the, he block this? Yes, he does. And in the <laughs> Pac-12 especially, I mean, you're talking about a guy who could be like the next Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, yeah. Instantly, man. Yep, instantly, sure. and I love that he's a Missouri kid. Mm-hmm. He's a he, he's not a Cali kid. He's not a Georgia, a Florida, a Texas. These are the kind of kids CU used to build national title contenders by going to Middle America, by going to the kind of <laughs> recruiting areas where other Big Eight, the old Big Eight, might have got you: Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma. And you go in and you snatch him up. Um, he's unbelievable. Like, I was blown away. Again, the fact that we are talking Jeez. about kids at this level for the CU Buffaloes is insane to me. Yep. Absolutely massive. And I was I was born in Boulder Community Hospital in 1987. So, like, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know what this program looked like at its peak and still nutty. I want this kid. A bad Jake, a bad bad. Yep, and he would open the door for many other high-profile recruits, not only from Missouri, but high-profile defensive line recruits, edge recruits. Other guys are going to want to play with this dude on the defensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah. as I said, thirty-one total offers. CU's in there, of course. Bama, Florida, Georgia, Miami, Michigan, Nebraska, Notre Dame, Ohio State. I mean, Texas, Texas A&M, USC. <laughs> He's on the short list. Like, He's on the short list. Everyone wants this kid. Everyone, Jake. Yep. Not uh, a two-way player, huh? Shockingly, no. Uh, 
Not that we know of. I'd watch some reps of him blocking, you know? Um, He also competes in... Oh, wait. This is the wrong guy. Sorry. <laughs> was, was I getting too hyped on those <laughs> clips? Lawrence says uh, I was giving him Jonah Hill 21 Jump Street vibes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. It's been a minute since I've watched 21 Jump Street. But yes, Jimmy. That was high school. Just insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. So we'll see. We'll keep tabs on him. That's a name to watch out for. The next guy, though, a guy we have talked about on this show, Kylan Fox. All over <laughs> Kylan Fox. <laughs> Kylan Fox. Um, we heard that he was going to visit a while ago. I think he visited for junior weekend instead, though. Wow. Um, okay, great. So they got him in the building from Grayson High School in Loganville, Georgia. Mm. Uh, I believe someone in the comments told me that Grayson is another like powerhouse high school. Uh, four-star recruit, consensus, or composite. He is a uh, 194th overall in the nation, 25th overall athlete. Has 247 says 58 offers, but I was told this guy is 60 plus. So <laughs> Yeah. That sounds right to me. Yeah. That sounds right to um, me. I'm not even going to go through the list. It's everyone you could possibly imagine yeah. has offered him. Yeah. But we're talking about him because, uh, well, he was kind of the center of attention, you could say, this weekend after Jawan Johnson committed. Uh, Alyssa, I sent you mm -hmm. some tweets if you want to throw some of those up. Um, after Taylor Chandler, the interior offensive lineman, three-star committed – uh, a few, I can't remember, it was a few days before Juwan did. He tagged, or it was on the day that Juwan committed, actually. Uh -huh. um, he welcomed Juwan to the team, but then also added uh, Danny Kalen and Kalen Fox and Brandon Baker. Brandon Baker, who we're not talking about today, but another guy high on the list. But Kalen Fox has uh, been tagged in multiple tweets. Uh, there was a tweet, Alyssa, if you want to put it up, from Coach Brew. That I think was particularly interesting. Because mm -hmm, he does play some tight end. Uh-huh. Very good. I like this. And he said, hashtag you next question mark. Oh. And guess who ended up liking the tweet? Our guy. Mr. We got Kylan him, huh? Fox. Love this. Um, he has an announcement scheduled for the twelfth, which is Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. He said 4 p.m. I'm assuming that's 4 p.m. Georgia time, so that'd be 2 p.m. our time, well be well before the game. The big game. Okay. Um, don't know what the announcement is. Yeah. Could be a commitment. think we're probably looking at more like a top 10, top 8, top 5, though. Finalist list. Yes, a finalist announcement. He is so fun to watch, man. Mm -hmm. He um, as an, He's more of a pure edge <laughs> than what we just saw with um, Nuani. Nwaniri. Nwaniri. Um, and he's really impressive on the edge. Straight up power kid. Mm -hmm. um, lower half, you can see, really strong, really muscular. And I loved what he was putting on tape as a tight end, man. Yeah. Willing blocker, great in space. And he's just got this sturdy-ass frame. He's bringing down balls. 6'4", 208. I like him a lot, man, a lot. Yep. And these are exactly the kind of athletes that are going to take CU to the next level. Exactly. Um, Brady with the comment, Kylan Fox's mom said on Twitter, he's just dropping top schools on the 12th, not committing. So there you go. No. We'll take it. We'll allow it. We will take it. Um, I caused a bit of a stir on Twitter. Oh, gosh. Day. Yeah. Oh, Nothing boy. Bad. What have bad. you done? But uh, someone sent me a tweet uh -huh. of a Buffs helmet from, well, not from the 1940s, but it had a logo of Ralphie from the 1940s. Yeah, yeah. So I put it out there. Should Coach Prime bring it back? Yeah. Uh, Alyssa, if you want to throw up the tweet. And uh, <laughs> I didn't expect this to be as controversial as it was. Um but when I posted the quote tweet to this, it was we had Jeremy Bloom respond. He said, "Absolutely not." Right, Jeremy Bloom, not about it. Not a fan. Uh uh. Um, a lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no. So I want your thoughts on the Buffs' 1940s logo. Should it come back in some form or capacity? Not full time, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Like I, I don't think you were suggesting a complete logo right. revamp. I wasn't. You know? <laughs> Um, this isn't like the Broncos where we all would go back to the old school D yes. full time if we could not here. 
as an alt, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it as an alt logo. Why not? I yeah. thought Coach Prime likes to mix it up every single game. Something new, something uh -huh. different. Why not? Now, the classic Buffalo logo should still be your primary. The CU's a great one, you know. Um, that's also needs to be in the mix. Yeah, I think that can be in the mix as an alternate logo. I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't switch to it full time, but I I think it's a cool one. Also, as you were pointing out off air, for a logo from the 40s, not bad at all. No, it surprised me it was from the 40s. Pretty nice, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway just from this actual pick is it's on a black helmet, so it makes it that much easier to change. It's just a sticker. The black matted helmet, which is really cool. That's one of my favorite looks. I do think some of the old schoolers like Bloom and what have you, and this was kind of a thing in the... Dan Hawkins buffs era was that logo kind of brings you back to some old school times mm -hmm. where the buffs did have some good moments, but then they were not the buffs we aspire for them to be right from the McCartney um, era, you know, eighties, nineties, mm -hmm. where they were truly at their peak, you know, at the pinnacle. Um, so I think that's also part of the, the bad feelings, bad vibes that that brings up is like this, this logo, that's the logo of yeah. all the like true oh, yeah. buffs glory. And we need to, we need to stick to that as the primary. No doubt about that. Agreed for yeah. sure. But uh, this is a point I made to Ryan is, you know, as fans, you kind of attach like logos and uniforms to like yes. eras of a team, yes. right? Yes. Like with the Nuggets, you have the Mile High City jerseys that are like the, were those the bubble jerseys? But like those are the jerseys that Nuggets fans, like when they wear them, they're like, oh, they're wearing these jerseys. Right, right. Same with like the Broncos. Oh, they're breaking out the, the blue tops. Like, uh -huh. oh, this is a throwback to the 2000s. You know right. what I mean? I think of the orange jerseys. I think of the Peyton years and the yeah, no fly yeah, zone. Yeah. So it's time for Coach Prime to put a stamp, I think, just on a specific look. They're going to have the base look. They're going to show the regular Ralphie a lot. But they're going to get new gonna uniforms. become the prime era? Exactly. The, like, when they have a statement game, Yeah. what uniforms are you wearing for those? And are you going to be breaking out any old school stuff for it? We'll I feel like those frosty all whites that Shadur's been, uh, you know, some of the early photos we're taking in might be, that'd be my early leader in the clubhouse for the, the prime era look. You and EWR with the comment, Mel Tucker did uh, break this helmet out uh, for the USC game, so they were worn yeah. relatively recently. Mm -hmm. Just a one-off, though. Let's do it again. Yeah, right. It's a one-off. Yeah, once in a while, we allow it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the fans in the in our YouTube <clears throat> chat, though, seem to actually really like it. A lot different it's a reception cool than logo. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool logo. It I is. Again, but I... I think the tweet was misinterpreted as a full-time switch. <laughs> Full, yeah. You would never suggest that. No, no, no. Of no. course not. No. Um, all right. Let's talk to the people. But first, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. <laughs> our great friends. You can check out their Avalanche Amber Ale right in front yes, of us. Delicious stuff. Uh, extremely hot right now because one of the major popular Amber Ales no longer exists. Sad. So if you're a fan of that certain beer... Grab Brex Avalanche Amber Ale. Right there. Um, you can try some of our other favorites, the new Mile High City Golden Ale, which is delicious. My oh, favorite, yeah. the Mountain Beach Sour. Yes. Strawberry Sky, all those great <clears> things. <throat> Check out the beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. And then also shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. Ooh. We are here. It's time. And right now, DraftKings has a deal for new customers. You can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's with the promo code DMVR. Beautiful. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57. Get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do it. There it is. Uh, we broke down a lot today. Yeah. So let's turn it to the people. Get your questions in now. Uh, we have a few starred, but uh, I know you guys have more questions out there. Also, could you guys get us to 
200 likes yeah, so hit that Ryan thumbs up doesn't button. bully me when he gets back <laughs> for uh, for um, the sake of Dre hit that thumbs up button I know I hear it from our uh, you know Parker our head of sales is a big buffs guy he's tuning in and yep. I'll hear from him too if the numbers are down when I was on the show <laughs> I'm going to hear it from Parker so please you know I please I'm I'm really excited about all these recruits I watched the tape I studied up um uh, I'm I appreciate you buff nation uh, a little love in return would mean so much to me. So thank you. There you go. Smash that thumbs up. Uh, let's throw up a question if we can, Alyssa. I'm looking for Buff's odds to win the Natty since oh, you just did a DraftKings read, by the way. Uh, Sean with the question. What's up, Sean? Do you mm. guys think more Miami players will enter the portal when it reopens, considering they've lost both coordinators? That's an interesting thought. Uh, they had a great class last year. Cristobal really seemed to be... You know, working with a head of steam this time By last, last year, year, you mean 2023? Yes. Like the class that we just had well, the final signing day for a, a couple weeks ago. Yes. They had a great class then, but last year, the, the year, 22, the 22 class, class was beastly. Too. Yes. yes. Seemed yes, like yes. they were building stuff. Good. Um, and then only won, I think, five games last year. Kind yep. of a disaster of a season. Then lose both coordinators. They've invested a lot of money into buying out Cristobal. Paying him a contract, paying these assistants, Gaddis and uh, I forget the DC's name right now, yeah. a lot of money, and they're out. Is it's it rough. time to sound the alarms for the University of Miami? I mean, it does seem, just as a general trend with what happened with Florida and the whole Rashada disaster, right. what's happening at Miami, these programs that just want to build a massive NIL fund and just throw cash at players, Texas A&M last year, who, by the way, was not in the top 15 for the 2024 class. I saw uh, a good comment on that, mentioning how that was surprising not to see that. Those programs, they're still figuring it out. Yep. And I think what they're finding out is just the making loose promises of money and having a lot of money and kind of just trying to, like, throw cash in every which direction and get talent that way. It's a bit of a hollow way to go about it. Yep. And things are going to run out pretty quickly, you know? Um, so I do, I do think that's kind of a trend we're seeing of these, these programs struggling just a bit because then you get caught up in making these big money promises, something that, Coach Prime's very astute and not doing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where you get yourself in some sticky situations. Coach Prime said it. This generation of kids kind of sees through the bullshit. They want to, oh, yeah. a genuine connection, a genuine uh, coach to play for. Coach Prime seems pretty damn genuine. Right. A lot of these coaches that are you know in these recruiting hotbeds in the South particularly have been uh, a little overconfident, I think. So I think a lot of these schools are just blowing smoke. That's true. Because they can. Yep. There's no regulations preventing them from blowing smoke. Yep. You know, then Rashada's let out of his, uh, his sign, NLI. you know, yeah. NLI. But, like, how, how many more cases are we going to have like that soon enough? Yep. To answer your question, Sean, I do think that uh, we could potentially see some names joining CU from Miami. Also, those soon. 24 rankings, I did think it was interesting how many high-ranking ACC programs there were in that top oh, yeah. 15. ACC, I mean... They're trying to make a push. They're trying to find their their place, you know, but we like as Clemson falls off and Miami and FSU, they're trying, right. but when are they actually going to... Well, it's remember tricky, on it was last week when I told you about where the five stars from the 23 class ended up yeah, committing by right, conference. Right, 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 right. Um, ACC, I mean, the SEC is still so far and ahead. Yeah. But the other conferences are kind of building some momentum to at least challenge them a bit, at least in recruiting. We'll see. Uh, mm -hmm. We say this every year, and then on the field, the SEC ends up winning the title. So. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, next question. The H family, thoughts on the tight end decommitting from Alabama today? Do you think we can get him to see you? So Martavis, Martavius Collins. Yes. Give me all the background here. From Rome, Georgia, Rome oh. High School. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 6'3", 241, listed at athlete. Uh, 247 Sports Composite, four-star, 247 four-star. 
ranked 174th overall in the composite rankings, the 19th overall athlete. In 23, this, kid, yeah? 24. Oh, oh, okay. In this upcoming class. Um, is also a track star. It says on 2020, in 2020, primar- primarily played tight end on varsity as a freshman. Obviously, as an, as an athlete, though. But uh, as the question said from age family, was projected to be tight end to Alabama. Decommitted, though. He wasn't committed very long. Um, right. only, well, I guess it is pretty long, eight months, but for a 24 kid, eight months from 2020 to 23, isn't well, then you wonder what happens with guys like Fox, you know, right. like you, I mean, that's what some of these programs get caught up in is you over recruit a certain position, you get greedy and then some of the kids just start dipping and then you can never get that wealth of talent again. So you gotta, you gotta play your cards right, you know, and not yep. overdo it. Um, because if not, the kids will see right through uh, next question, Alyssa. From Jay, did you see Darian Hagen is leading tours for recruits? I actually did not see that, but it makes sense. Um, we got his role announced. I'll get to that. But he has to explain to them that he played on this field and won a natty. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, see DeAndre Robinson's YouTube Fleazy Films. I'll have to check that one out. Awesome. Um, Darian Hagen, though, we said this last week, but his – Official role was announced. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me a minute to pull it up. It is a mouthful. He's got like three actual roles. So he's a football yeah. ambassador, and he is going to be a quality control analyst huh. for the running backs. His role is executive director of community engagement and outreach, as well as football ambassador and quality control analyst. I think it's really cool they're keeping him close to the program. That's a guy who's put in years, man. Like anytime I've been at up in Boulder, whether it's, you know, anything football related, you always see Mr. Higgin up there. It's, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously he's a legend and a national oh, yeah. champion. I mean, so, and that's the great story RK was telling on the pod last week of Coach Mack doing an in house visit. Oh, yeah. Talking to, he's talking to Higgin's mom about what, mm-hmm. what kind of neighborhood is this. Right. And, He's committed to Nebraska, and he's like, well, he's not going to be able to wear that red Nebraska gear when he comes <laughs> yeah. back home. He'll be just fine in black and gold, though. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's a great one. It's, it's great to keep him close by me. Uh, the comment you just starred, Alyssa, from Sean, you can throw that up. Um, he was not primarily recruited by Charles Kelly. He was primarily recruited by Eric Wolford and secondary recruited by Joe Cox at Alabama. So, yeah. Um, we can go to the next question, though. Smoke asking, what other different logos does CU have? Uh, well, this logo, the one right there on the Ralphie, yeah, Ralphie so helmet, goes back to 81. classic buff. Yeah. Uh, they have a handful of others. The first appearance of the interlocking CU, at least on the helmets, was 1969. It's a great um, one. It's a great standalone logo. Yeah, and then that logo that we showed is from the 40s. They had... Some other stuff in like the sixties. Yeah. Um, not a lot of changes though. It's been primarily focused mm-hmm. on Ralphie. Mm-hmm. It's been a pretty classic logo that's done us right for a long time. Yep. Next question from our guy Jamel. Here you go, guys. Whoever's been asking the comments. The outro song is called What a Day by Tired Eyes. I don't think even RK even know that, but our guy Jamel goes and finds out what the name of the Amazing. outro song is. Great job, Jamel. Thank you. John, with the question, any words still on the waiting list for season tickets? Um, just that email blast that they had mm-hmm. where Henry got denied uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> Great um, bit by the school. Great yeah. bit. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I haven't heard anything on it since. So uh, stay okay. tuned, I guess. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Great. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's bringing up the awful 81 uniforms. I think he's bringing, talking about the blue and the, the UCLA unis. No one likes those. Burn them with fire. No one likes those, yes. Next I question. believe that's a classic Dan Hawkins quote of real CU fans wear black and gold. Yep. Because the student section was wearing some of that UCLA bullshit to troll them because the program was so bad. Which, hey, I mean, sometimes you've got to get results. you got to make <laughs> your voice heard, however, you know, but still. Does Rick George win AD of the year if the Buffs come out blazing high? He might win it already. I mean, <laughs> what AD had a better hire? No. And I, what AD I, has like completely transformed their football program like Rick George? I, every other 
maybe not every other, but like 70% of the ADs that made a, a college football head coaching hire this cycle must just be kicking themselves. Oh, yeah. Have to be. A month and a half into their decision. Uh-huh. Just like, what were we thinking? Yep. Why didn't we go after him? Rick George is... Uh, Come on. Come on. You got to give Rick some credit. You have to. Big I mean, time. This is a guy who's gone under a lot of fire the yes. last three, four years. Yes. Yes. Um, of yes. course, the Midnight Mail situation. I mean, you can talk about the buyout. Maybe he didn't make the buyout enough yeah. where it should be. Yeah. Fine, valid criticism, but Midnight Mail is called that for a reason. Because he left in the middle of the night. I mean, it was like February when he took the job. They yeah, completely screwed him. No, and then the Darrell hire was like, I mean, what are you supposed to do when you have to hire a college football coach in February? Yeah. Um, next question. From Smoke. Which bowl game would you want to see CU get to other than a natty? Oh, let's talk about this. A Vegas bowl would be fun. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thinking a little selfishly, but I like it. <laughs> Rose would be great, right? Mm-hmm. You, you'd love to see of the course, guys in Pasadena. I mean, that's my dream. I don't think that I don't know that this is even possible, but when CU and Nebraska left the Big 12, mm-hmm. my dream was to see them each win their conference and play in a Rose Bowl, right? The classic yep. pack Big Ten, Big Ten matchup. Yep. Now that doesn't even matter anymore because the Rose has... But I would love Rose Bowl against Nebraska to be amazing. Yep, that'd be a lot of fun. Of course, seeing them back in the Fiesta would be incredible, you know? Lots That's, of good memories. Right. Uh, an Orange Bowl throwback would be great, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going through the list of bowl games here... Um, just for like location sake and stuff, uh, you have the uh, San Diego yeah. Bowl. I can't remember which. That it's like San Diego oh, Federal wow. Credit Union and Jake's going heavy on like <laughs> nice locations for him to spend the weekend. Um, which see. I I appreciate, man. I'm about. There's I'm a handful about. of bowls in Dallas. That'd be fun. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, New Orleans, of course, would be fun. Would you ask Bucky to show you around Dallas? Would oh, that be absolutely. a bonus? Yeah, that'd be great content. I'm so It'd be amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I mean, there's not really uh, any yeah, bowl. I think bowl would, be would be welcome. Oh, nowadays, yeah. This is this is no time to be greedy about what yes. bowl would you like to go. Yes, any will do just fine. Next question. Almost at 200, guys. Smash that like button. Come on, come on. From Lawrence, Jake. I noticed you posted something on Twitter about Deuce Robinson's dad playing at FSU with Coach Prime. Any smoke there? Um. Yeah, the situation with that guy is much different, of course, because he's a stud baseball prospect and is projected to be drafted in May. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you know who we're talking about at uh-uh. all? Let me enlighten you. Yeah, please do. Deuce Robinson is from Pinnacle High School we did it, guys. in Thank Phoenix, you. Arizona. 6'6", 225. In the 23 class. Did not sign. Five-star recruit. 17th overall, number one tight end. Wow. But we've got baseball in the mix. But baseball is heavily in the mix. Brandon throws out the Jive Hive Bowl. <laughs> if, if anyone can balance baseball and football. I, but he hasn't committed. It seems like he is... He's just trying doing the to baseball work. thing. Yeah. I mean... Just trying to get drafted out of high school. Yeah, I mean, he'll get a bigger bag, I'd assume, Yes, doing that than any NIL deal. Right, and then those kids, once they're drafted, can use going to college as a, a negotiating tactic. And, I mean, he could refuse the bonus that's put in front of him from the MLB and then go to college. The problem there is the CU's baseball program, yep. which don't exist. Doesn't Well, it's a club team. But, yeah, yeah, right. It's not it's not like Oklahoma could offer Kyler Murray while he was training as the backup quarterback behind Baker Mayfield. Then in the summer, you know, in spring, he could play some baseball with the Sooners program, which was a top program nationally. And then that's how he got drafted. 10th overall by the Oakland A's. You just can't offer that at CU, which I think puts you behind the eight ball significantly. For sure. Um, so we'll see. Uh, if he hasn't committed at this point, though, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Guy probably is uh, focusing on baseball. I'm trying to look up right. when Dominic Robinson and Deion Sanders played together. 
He went to Florida State from 01 to 04. Oh, okay. So way later. So wait, they w- wouldn't have played together then. No, no. You're talking about completely different decade. I don't know then. That's interesting. Yeah. Next question. Evan, what non-conference team would you like see to play in two-plus years? Great question. Nebraska's obviously number one. Um, yeah, yeah. A Florida State game would be a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it would. Um, I, I'm always a sucker for the big, the old Big Eight matchups. Just yeah. as much as we talk about Nebraska, that Oklahoma game was really cool to me yep. back in the day. You know, yep. so I, I mean, shit. Right now would be a perfect time to stomp on the Sooners. Mm-hmm. So. Throwback to not? Michigan, too. That'd be a great game. That'd be lots of fun. Yep. Maybe in the big house. We saw him at the big house already. Let's get him back in full. Let's do it. Yeah. EWR with the next question. Any word on the Pac-12 TV deal or expansion? Bro, I'm not a this week. antsy about that, too. Yeah. It's uh, RK talked about it. People antsy around the conference? Well, it's not looking good from what reports are saying, but... Uh, See you as Coach Prime now. They're going to be okay. Okay. We're okay. Okay. Stay tuned, though. Um, I mean, the news on that stuff kind of just comes out uh, sporadically. Right. They did say that uh, they wanted to get it done by the end of Q1 23, I believe, which, I mean. Okay, March. We're we'll, we're coming yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Okay. Clark asking, did you guys see the pregame video with Coach Prime making his coaches take a financial literacy conference call with his planner? Um, Whoa. I did not. Which video is that? That's an amazing uh, idea. I love that. Coach Prime just covering all his bases, man. Yeah. Uh, Drop that in the comments, which video that is, and we'll catch up. Lawrence asking, Cole Welliver was high on the buffs pre-Coach Prime. Has the new coaching staff offered him again? I pulled his name up. Let's see. He is a 6'6", 200-pound quarterback out of Liberty Christian High School in Argyle, Texas. Okay. Um, so, yeah, his only buffs offer is from June 14th, 2020. That's obviously the Durrell era. Mm. Um, so, no, he hasn't been formally re-offered, or at least 247 is showing he hasn't been formally re-offered yet. But uh, a name to watch for sure. Yeah. Next question. Mm, Notre uh, Dame's another good one. That'd to be throw another out. great one yep. for sure. Yep. Uh, will the sideline size at Folsom Field be a problem in games, man? Um, I wish they could do something about it, but it's kind of a great question. It's kind of packed pretty tight. I mean, you're gonna yeah. have to take seats out to uh, yeah. move the sideline back. So. Yeah, it's a tight sideline. Very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I wonder uh, if that's something down the pipeline. But uh, the sidelines are going to be packed this year. So uh, it's going to be premium standing room only. Mm. Yeah. From no Don Juan. Uh, anyone know where I can get that yellow Colorado sweatshirt that Prime had on today? Oh. Uh, guys, I haven't watched videos today, so I actually don't oh, know boy, what he's Come wearing on. today. Um, I'm looking for that. I know it's a 10th and uni hat, but I'm looking for the white one that coach prime's rocking. Mm. I cannot find that online. They just have the black ones, cord ones, but whew, that one looks straight fire. So as Bucky's kind of been showing in his videos, oh, um, it's a, it's a yellow crew. It looks really, is tight, it really tight? I wonder if it's from the bookstore though, because Could you be. have like the, in Could the football be. facility, that store. Yeah. But then if you go to the actual bookstore on campus, there's a lot more uh, merch and stuff. Yes. So. I mean, Bucky was going wild about that um, yeah. in that one video about it. Yep. Oh, I love this question. Throw it up. Jake, do you think CU the Big Ten coming within two years? Huh. Would you do it? I think I would. I think I would. What, what's your best choice? No, if you get a Big Ten offer, I think you take it. It's the Big Ten by far. I mean, you're either hoping for some kind of... You, I guess the best-case scenario would be Pac-12 continues to exist. They pull schools... From the Big 12, from, essentially. Yeah, that area, that footprint. We've been talking about SMU. We've been talking about Tulane. Uh, we talked about, of course, San Diego State, Fresno State. Yeah. Um, 
But man, if you could join the Big Ten. No, you're right. The Big Ten is by far the best option. It's just the Big Ten's kind of like boring and vanilla sometimes. It is. It's very top heavy. It's so top heavy. A lot of the programs that make up the conference are just like Purdue, Iowa. Like it's just like, ugh. Well, okay. We've talked about this before on the draft pod, but this is just the beginning of realignment. And I think the school oh, is, is like, is. you know, your Rutgers, your Northwesterns, um, maybe. They're uh, useless, but. Yes. Kicking teams out is not the game yes. we're playing right now. Yes. We're just hoarding. We're just adding blindly. But there's going to be a next phase of this. Um, I know, but restructuring, realignment type thing. Yeah, where I think there's going to be some truly some losers at some point. Meaning, yeah, schools that I mean, are kind of left, you know, shorthanded. Yeah, and I mean, look, if a conference thinks Rutgers and Northwestern are good teams to have in your conference because of the Chicago and New York TV markets, respectively, then shit, that I've got the Denver TV market to throw your way, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what you care about. Cool, you know. Let's let's get with it. Um, um, we'll see, though. I know it. All of it's just like, eh. you know, mm-hmm. none of it's perfect. Have you seen the film on Xavier Atkins, four-star linebacker? No, I've not. Um, Let me be look more his name up. Um, Atkins. And from Smoke, do you think Coach Prime will stay? As long as Saban, I do. I um, mean, I hope. Be amazing. We're at what, almost twenty years of Saban at Bama, getting there. Probably close. Getting to there, I think it's more like fifteen. Yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, the more I see how much Coach Prime enjoys it and how impressed everyone around him is by what he's getting at Colorado, the more I think. Maybe this guy's not just trying to ladder climb. Mm-hmm. Like he really is looking for a place no, that for sure gets him and where he can be himself and really grow. You know, so uh, the more time passes, the more I think that's maybe not impossible. Um. Yep, I agree. But uh, certainly, some of the questions we've had about the TV deal and what conference they'll be in long term are going to loom large on his yep. ability to do that yep. and the Buffs' ability to retain him for that long of a tenure. I do think that Coach Prime stays longer than a lot of people are thinking. A lot of people throw out two, agree. three years max. I you know, I, I don't think that's the case, though. Yeah. Uh, we can go back to that uh, other question about Xavier Atkins. I have not watched this film, but this is a LSU hard commit from July 5th, 22. From Class Summer, of 24? Class of 24, Summer Creek High School from Humboldt, Texas. Three-star linebacker, 401st nationally, 31st linebacker. Um, so he has been committed to LSU since July, but he was offered by Coach Prime and the Buffs on January 30th. He's got a year to work his magic. Takes about a 10-second TikTok video of Brian <laughs> Kelly to understand why you should make that switch. <laughs> you said but, you it. Know. You said it. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'll, so yeah. I'll roast Brian Kelly anytime you need me, so just bring me on. You need a good Brian Kelly roast, I'm here, bro. I'm on call. Uh, you can throw this one up. I think this is a joke, though. <laughs> <laughs> you oh want to read God. it? Any inter- any news about Hugh Jazz D lineman <laughs> from South Texas for 2024? I mean, we literally could be answering rando questions like that in the comments every single day in the Coach Prime era, huh? I think Hugh Jazz is a play on words. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> from VHF, do you think Coach Primer is recruiting at SEC levels with the success he is having? Absolutely, at this point. He's aiming for literally the top guys in the class. I mean, That's SEC level. <laughs> Better than SEC's in level. In 24, they're ranked ahead of Ohio State and Clemson. Yes, yes that's SEC yes. level. No doubt. For sure. That's not like mid-tier SEC level. That's high-end SEC level. This last class, the 23, three class that was kind of put together a little last minute that's at least like kentucky or like a mid-level sec team level recruiting class for sure it's better than like what mizzou's doing on most years exactly certainly better than vandy (laughs) so the buffs finished 2023 uh the overall class transfers and recruits at 21 
Ole Miss is at 20. Auburn's at 18. South Carolina's at 17. Uh, Arkansas is at 26, so below. Yeah. Kentucky's at 27. Right there. Mississippi State's at 33. Come on now. Yep. Missouri, 44. Missouri has to be the worst SEC school recruiting, right? Outside Vandy. of Vandy. Vandy, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vandy all the way at 64. So Yikes, he's at an SEC level for sure. Anything else today? What bowl game is in Miami? Orange, Travis. Orange, Orange Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, if you scroll up a bit, there was a comment for Dre from, I believe, Steven. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. There it is. Throw oh, on a delay. Steven Buckner there between Sports Geek and Charles Kelly. There you go. There you go, Dre. On delay, but I just heard that Dre was born. And, yep, that's right. And, 87, and so was I. That's a thing uh, RK and I have in common. He's, you know, a few years later, but he's another Boulder community guy. Yep. My uh, first family home was there in Louisville, Colorado. Uh, worked there on the Louisville Superior area for a very, very long time. So I know the area well, and it's a big part of my family and my roots. So, yeah. There you go. There you have it, guys. There's your Monday show. Thanks, Dre, for coming on. Dude, always a pleasure. Uh, hopefully, RK can grab us some more content from Radio Row. Yeah, That'd more Buffs Legends, please. Yes. yes. Uh, so we'll be back. We'll have uh, another guest later on in the week. We're going to do some fun stuff on the show this week, though. Hell yeah. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. Go Buffs. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places.